0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Manorant, the Mana Dorks podcast. This is episode 13. Uh, I'm your host, Hoshi, and I'm joined here today by my good friend, Drunken Dork. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, and so if you've uh, been watching the podcast, you should know uh, Apollo is our other host that we have here, and uh, he is missing this week. Uh, unfortunately, he is in the hospital uh, he suffered a massive <laughs> fart that triggered a minor heart attack. So he's, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, he might've, I don't know. We don't know where he is. He's, no. he's probably, that probably you know, didn't probably, happen, <laughs> but, probably, it, but it would maybe. be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's probably drunk in a alley somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's more likely, but anyway, yes. so this week it's just us two. Uh, so it'll be a shorter episode this time. Uh, so, if you're new to the podcast, this podcast follows the phases of magic. So, we have an untap, an upkeep, a draw phase, a main phase, a combat, a uh, second main, an end step, cleanup, and discard. And so, we do a different thing for each of those. Uh, but first, let's start off real quick with our untap. And with our untap, we open a drink and we talk about what we're drinking real quick because, uh, yeah, because we're a couple drugs. So, all
1: right. Sweet. All right, uh, Drunken, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I got a North Coast Brewing. Um, it's called uh, Brother Thelonius. It is a uh, Belgian beer, and I'm excited. I never drink Belgian beers, but for some reason, I was just having a hankering for one, but it's like 10%, so this is going to really fuck me up. Ooh. Oh, man, that's like gasoline.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was just Oktoberfest, so I, I had, that was the last time I've had a Belgian. Mm. Uh, well, that sounds good uh you're gonna be hammered uh so tonight tonight for me i am trying to finish this off i I opened this a while ago and i just left it open so this is uh yeah this is johnny walker's song of ice it's a blended scotch whiskey and uh yeah it's a like a, a themed one from game of thrones so it shows you this little old i need to finish this off so Uh, yeah so that's what i'm drinking tonight so yeah we we do this every every week because we drink every week and uh sometimes we get a little more hammered than others during this podcast all right so (laughs) moving on (laughs) uh so now after untap we have upkeep and so upkeep's real quick we just talk about the what we're talking about tonight so We're going over the historic metagame. We're kind of focused on historic on this podcast. Uh, We'll touch real briefly, I think, on the other formats that uh, is in Magic Arena right now uh and then we are going to go into our combat which is going to be a less traditional combat this time because it's just between uh it's normally between me and drunken dork where we battle it out over some topic uh but there's no one to moderate it tonight so it'll be kind of more freeform but we're going to be talking about the new secret layer the extra life uh and we'll be arguing over that a little bit uh and then after that, we're going to go into our second main phase, which is a horseshit card game where uh, drunken dork comes up with a, a bunch of random cards uh, that he made up and one that's re- or no, most of them are real and then one he made up. Uh, so it's a fun game. And then uh, after that, we pound our drinks basically <laughs> for our discards. So uh, yeah. All right. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, let's go to our draw phase. So in draw phase, we talk about what we've been playing this week. Uh, We'll start off with you, Drunken. What have you been
1: playing? Uh, So I actually, I haven't had a chance to play any match. Actually, that's a that's a lie. Um, so, I haven't played any arena in, in two weeks. Today was the first day I got on, and I played my my janky rogues deck that I have on historic, which is Grixis Rogues, and I love it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I love that deck. I made a video of it. I think it's so much fun to play. But um, mm-hmm. since I haven't had my computer hooked up until today, um, my wife and I have been playing uh, drunk magic at night. So, I have, uh, <laughs> yeah. I have this uh, this game, I, man, I wish I knew who created it. Someone created a bunch of magic cards with, like, um, memes of the time. So I think it was made, like, back in 2010 or something like that. And it's, like, yeah. got a bunch of South Park cards and... Um, And yeah, and family guy and stuff. And like, they all have Mm -hmm. like these drinking rules on them. So there's like a demonic tutor, but instead you have to like pound an entire beer. If you want to go search for a card, (laughs) it's like (laughs) ridiculous. I mean, we don't follow it exactly, but it is fun. And, uh, and we've been playing that. Like, that's the only bit of magic I've been playing, uh, recently. I remember we, we played that, uh, a long time ago,
0: uh, back when, uh, Apollo was in Gardena and uh, that's one of the drunkest uh times I feel like I've ever been in my life. That game gets you hammered.
1: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's like the person who made it, he like had never had alcohol in his life or he was just yeah. a raging <laughs> raging alcoholic cuz like it yeah. is literally like a drink three drinks and then you can add one mana to your mana pool or like <laughs> pound like kill a creature and then pound a beer i'm like what how much like this is only like this is turn two and i'm pounding a beer already what the heck
0: Yeah, I, I like that game. Yeah, I feel like it needs to be retooled a little bit on how yeah. much you're actually drinking during those phases. And that's coming from us. Yeah. Uh, who, <laughs> so, uh, actual alcoholics. Uh, all right. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, I'm glad you're uh, done with all that and you can get back into some games mm-hmm. uh, with us. So uh, we'll have some good stuff to talk about next week. Uh, so for me, I have been, uh yeah, same thing. I've just been getting back into stuff. I've been busy too, but I've been playing some historic uh, and I have been loving the historic meta right now. It's It's been shifting. I've been uh, playing my, uh, uh the Gruel deck a little bit, but I've been working on my, uh, like mid range killer deck. Basically, it's, it's targeted at, um, uh, uh, planeswalker decks which are i i've seen a, a large uptake in planeswalkers decks so it's like you know using ulamog and uh the immortal sun and that kind of stuff to shut down a lot of these strategies and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun when you blow people out with it um yeah so that's all I've, yeah that's all i've been playing this week cool. cool all right that was draw phase so now after draw we go into our main phase all right and so our main Sweet. phase talk Our main phase topic tonight is going to be uh, the historic meta mainly, right? So just the meta in general on Arena uh, is looking a little different now. So I'm looking at uh, MTG Assistant, okay? Mm -hmm. And so that's where uh, if you don't use MTG Assistant, it uh, tracks your deck, It keeps track of all your cards. It shows you like what your chances of drawing your next card. It also tracks the meta game that's going on, like who's playing what and like who they're actually playing at that time. So it gives a pretty up-to-date accurate assessment of what the meta is, because a lot of people use this. And if you don't use it, you should. It's a a pretty cool little program that runs along with Arena. Uh, But looking at the historic meta right now, it's, it's tracking over the past 30 days and it's tracking on ranked. Okay, so looks like mono red goblins is still the top mm-hmm. according to this. Uh, then blue white enchantments is after that. Mono red aggro in third. Uh, mono white life gain in fourth. Elves in fifth. Uh, colorless ramp in sixth. Mono red burn again. And then some tempo, rogues, gruel way down there. Uh, the teamer uh, spells. Uh, some ramp, and then some more stuff below that. so looking at this, I feel like this isn't an accurate representation of what the meta is like right now from what I've been experiencing. What do you think
1: um I you know I like i said i haven't played for uh, two weeks really but um i feel like it probably is um mm-hmm. you, do you do you play a lot of rank because this is i think this is mostly in ranked right is what it shows it is you. and
0: so this is tracking ranked and it's tracking the platinum plus ladder so this is the okay. upper
1: ranked okay uh, as well so yeah i think uh i think yeah, I am in platinum right now, um, okay. And I do see, um, I do see a lot of uh, a lot of these decks, especially mono red aggro. I see pretty consistently. And actually, um, I yeah. want to take a step back. Uh, this MTG sure. assistant. If you're not using this, uh, you're doing something fucking wrong because like this thing is <laughs> awesome. It really is. Like it helps you with it's drafting. Great. It it like, and and not only does it help like show the meta, but um, it helps um, show. How much like if the more people that use it, the better its its numbers are going to be, right? The statistics will be mm-hmm. will have more games to like show. So I think if you don't have this, you should definitely be using it. But yeah, um, going back to this meta, yeah, mono red goblins, blue white enchantments. I don't see blue white enchantments nearly as much as I used to, but hey, apparently it's still no. playing a lot of games. Um, yeah, but I do see mono red goblins. I do see mono red aggro. I still see white life gain. I. I don't ever think I've seen a colorless ramp deck. If I have, I just destroy it. So I don't see what the (laughs) fuck it's trying to do. Um, Oh, I run into them. Yeah, they're they're getting big. Yeah. You know, the one thing I don't see is my Grixis Rogues, man. Why the fuck isn't it up here? (laughs) (laughs) You're literally the only
0: person playing that. Uh, (laughs) Seems like a cool deck, though. So what I'm looking at here is uh, they have a historic events tab under there too which is tracking like recent uh tournaments that go on and from what i've realized uh just over my years of watching this stuff people pay attention to those Mm. events right and what wins those events and people start playing those decks almost immediately generally the, the the top two slots i feel like people really start uh you know net decking those decks and seeing like hey maybe this might be a new thing that's taking off and so two of the ones that i'm seeing on this that are are way up there in which i have been running into on arena are gun yep. sacrifice and soul Tie control i'm seeing a lot of soul Tide control on there actually uh and then uh red burn has definitely taken a massive uptick yeah okay uh also azorius control is coming back in a big way yes. i feel like uh it's, it's good I mean, yeah. even without uh, Teferi Time Raveller, I think it, it's still very good. It's a, a hard strategy to beat once they take over control. Obviously, uh, Bant control another big one that I'm seeing coming up, uh, and that that colorless uh, ramp deck is is pretty huge, and it's difficult to deal with once it gets it gets going because they, I mean, they they're running Ulamog, they're running Ugin, uh, yeah, so. i I feel like it's been a big shift at least in the i'm playing the unranked queue so i think kind of that's where the beginning of at least the the meta shift begins right is people are testing out things in the unranked queue and then they bring it to ranked once they feel like it's powerful enough so i think the meta is going to shift that way i think we're going to see a lot
1: more soul tie control and those things coming into it what do you so, think? so, yeah, uh, actually today, like when I was playing, I did play against like a John sacrifice deck and then I played against mm-hmm. multiple soul tie control decks, like multiple of yeah. them. Um, and, um, so, you know, I think what happens is, uh, people like people don't use this as, um, Assistant to like mm-hmm. to see what the meta is, and a lot of people they use things like um, MTG Goldfish, which there's nothing wrong with that. MTG Goldfish is a great site, but the thing is it doesn't yeah. show you best of one. You know, mm-hmm. it only shows you best of three, and that's what this historic event, event thing is showing you. It's showing you um, yeah. the events, and those events are generally best of three. So, like, these are all best of three decks. That's why um, it looks so drastically, like, if you look at traditional historic, I mean, you still see Goblins at the top, but, like, right below that is Sultai Midrange, followed by gruel Aggro, followed Mm -hmm. by uh, Gigantha Sacrifice, which is completely different than the historic one. So, like, it really shows you how different it is having a sideboard opposed to Mm -hmm. not having a sideboard is, right? Oh, huge. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah like the consistency is a lot higher with mono red goblins and blue white enchantments for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. And just aggro in general, I think Mm -hmm. is harder to deal with in, in the best of one because yeah, uh, mid range and all those things are, are, are focused on like specific strategies where aggro doesn't really have to do that. They just, (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. meet punch face. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's pretty interesting. And a, in a good point, I, uh, yeah so i like i like the way that the the meta is shifting i think it's uh i mean looking at these numbers too especially in the traditional one uh like goblins is barely above soul tie control and then gruel aggro there's no like clear winner in the meta game right now right so i think that's like well goblins well best of one by far goblins by a landslide well and goblins in traditional right i mean it's a super good deck yeah uh There, there are strategies to beat it, but I mean, even then, I think the real power of that deck is that it's just pure. Creatures, right? It's pure creatures and it and it's fine with that. It doesn't suffer from being pure creatures in any way. It comes back very quickly. There's so much good stuff in that deck.
1: Yeah. There's Uh, a lot of like there's a lot of aggression in there. Like there's I think there's two mm -hmm. at least two different cards and you run four of both that give all your creatures aggro. And then Skirk Prospector. So like as long as you have a Muxus, a Skirk Prospector, like two lands in your hand, I think you, you have the you have the gas to um, get Muxus out on turn three. Like it is like very likely with a hand like that. And those come around often enough. I have, you know, I have mono red goblins. I I play it every once mm-hmm. in a while. I'm I am like one of those pieces of shit for sure. And um, <laughs> you know it, it does happen. Yeah. Like it I feel like there's been many times where I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, I'll keep this and then like fucking turn three. Yep. Out comes Muxus and here comes like 60 damage on turn three it's insane yeah it really
0: really really busted and it it, i don't know i don't know if it actually like demands a ban i haven't heard people up in arms about it really which is surprising considering how powerful that deck is and how like kind of broken it is that with all the screams for banning of of stuff i really haven't heard anything about uh goblins i mean maybe my ear is not to the ground as much as
1: it should be but well you know like um playing blue white enchantments um a lot like i played that a lot more than goblins it's actually mm-hmm. the it's like the yin to the yang to that deck because yeah. there's a lot of life gain and your creatures mm-hmm. get so big it doesn't matter if muxus swings in at, at 13 damage if you have a 15 15 with lifelink and vigilance
0: <laughs> vigilance yeah. yeah they
1: have no way like there's no removal in that deck in mono red goblins so it's like they have no way to deal with it. So you, you can win pretty consistently with blue, white, white enchantments against goblins. Or at least I've yeah. found that to be true. I think burn is also very good against goblins. Probably well.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- there's good checks to that deck, even though it's still like very insane to play mm-hmm. against. And now we got Gruel aggro coming into, which uh, it, I don't think is possible of doing a turn three kill like goblins is, but it is very it, it can come down on turn two and then have an, an insane board presence which is almost impossible to come back from uh even for goblins maybe uh so i i think there's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in historic right now and uh yeah i i don't really think i see anything that's ban worthy besides maybe taking one thing out of goblins uh goblins i feel like has a lot of stuff going on for it yeah maybe skirk maybe Skirk maybe Muxus I don't think taking out any one thing out of that deck is gonna completely destroy it either it might like curb it a little bit but I mean yeah it, it's not pushing up the huge meta numbers like I, I thought it would be so maybe no bans
1: yeah you know? I'm fine with that I'm, I mean yeah. I, I love I personally like Monterey Goblins I think it's fun
0: yeah, uh, I hate it, uh, but that's because I don't play it, <laughs> right? I don't play it, so uh, playing against it is rough. It is always satisfying to beat it, though, because it's a uh, yeah, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty insane deck. All right, so I think uh, yeah, historic's looking pretty good right now. It does feel like there's some shifts going on in the meta, which we uh, will keep an eye on. I feel like my uh, my Ulamog deck, uh, my my ramp deck, is uh, becoming more powerful it's gotten a lot better uh recently where i feel like it was getting just handed to it for a while and so i I might do a deck tech
1: on that this week actually um so um, all right so let's well real quick though um what is your favorite deck from the meta right now (sighs) man from looking at just the
0: top meta decks i'm gonna have to say my favorites the uh the gruel aggro Definitely. Okay. Sweet, man. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I like it. It's one of those decks where it it feels gross when you drop like two burning tree emissaries into like you do it turn feels one so good though. <laughs> it, yeah, it feels good but gross at the same time like it, like you need a shower. You just have like such a crazy board presence out of nowhere. Uh, and that part of it is, is fun, you know, a little bit, it's kind of gross. Uh, like I said, just cause I don't like that part of magic where you're like, I have a good hand, I win. Right. That I, I don't think that's really what magic should be about. Mm-hmm. Magic is about like, you know, interacting with your opponent and doing cool things like that. Right. Yeah. And then like th- thinking your way out of a situation. And I think rules higher end actually has that in a, in a fun way where you you know, you get, uh, uh, Amber cleave and the honge and all these things where you're trying to like get around control and all, and all that stuff. So I, I think, I think girls a really fun deck, uh, to play even when it's not in its like busted form of getting like, you know, three, uh, burning tree emissaries down. Uh, what about you? What's your favorite right now? Uh,
1: definitely. I think it's going to have to be, um, Uh, out of the, you know, out of the meta right now, I'm going to have to say mono red burn because uh, I really like Mm. the tempo style of play that that deck offers. It's not really like it is a burn deck, sure, but it's also Mm. a tempo deck. I feel like when you're playing it, that's what it feels like. So, um, yeah, Yeah. I think that one, um, although I do wish mono green elves was more powerful. I really, (laughs) really want elves to be a thing really bad. Me too
0: yeah me too i feel like it's just missing something i don't know what it is that it's missing i mean i thought that uh collected company would really push it over the edge but Mm -hmm. it's not it's still it's still not quite there yeah heritage Uh, druid that's what it needs yeah uh by the way i do love playing mono red when uh with my uh uh ulamog deck because i i run ley line of sanctity in there <laughs> they look Ooh, at it when it comes down and they concede immediately yeah, they're oh just yeah. like nope
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: that's that's awful yeah oh, it's so fun to do so oh i mean <laughs> ley line of sanctity by the way in uh historic right now great card because guess what else uh you're getting hit with constantly thoughtsies uh oh so, yeah thoughtsies a Thought Erasure, all that stuff does not work on you. Uh, uh, also, the Sacrifice decks, uh, like uh, the Priest, right? Priest of Forgotten Gods, she has to target an opponent to be able to trigger her Sacrifice thing. So it oh. doesn't work if you have Leyline of Sanctity. So that shuts down that deck pretty well, nice, too. Nice, so, I like that. Leyline, spicy, Leyline dude. of Sanctity is, is a very good card in Historic Sweet. right now. There's yeah. a lot of things that actually target the opponent. So, yeah. Uh, just throwing that out there. Cool, cool. cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's check in real quick on some of the other uh, metas right now. So we don't really play, uh, you know, standard, but a lot of people do. Uh, let's look at the standard uh, meta real quick. Okay, after <laughs> Omnath is gone, Omnath's been gone for about a week now. Right? Uh, it looks like Demir Flash took over. I think everyone saw that coming. And then I talked about how Mono Red was going to come back up. Uh, because of omnath going away his life gain really took mono red into like pretty much got rid of it right uh and now mono red is it looks like it's the second followed by mono green and then mono white a lot of monos Mm -hmm. (laughs) Demir is one of the only ones yeah uh and then some rakdos mid-range and then it looks like we got some spicy stuff coming under like that like esper control the real thing that i'm noticing here is is Demir Flash is a massive percentage of the meta game right now, with twenty five percent of the meta game
1: in in Demir Rogues. Yikes! So, uh, oh, keep going. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. So, I think you know. I think what this has to say, actually, more than anything, is is just that. Um, probably before uh bannings a lot of people already had these cards like demir flash cards mm-hmm. because it was a viable deck be- even it pre was. omnath so coming was, out of omnath strong. um you know like it just people still had those cards i definitely d- i don't think this That's is true. the most powerful deck in standard right now um no n- not necessarily um okay. i think it, it's probably just as good as mono red aggro or even mono green aggro um yeah It's just a matter of people like having the deck and being able to use it at the time. That's why I think it has higher numbers than these other two. Okay. Also, this is tracking over the last 30 days. So
0: they were still in the metagame at that time where the Omnath deck is just completely gone. So this one automatically took that spot, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so that that might not be an accurate representation. I'm sure there still are a lot of Rogues going around there. It's a good deck. Uh, yeah, I know I, I watch videos of, you know, other streamers playing, I, I've been seeing a lot of people are playing, uh, the midnight clock to counter the, uh, the mill from it because mm. it shuffles all your cards back into your library. So that seems like it's, uh, become a very popular card That's cool. uh, amongst all the, yeah, amongst all these. So, so it looks like the standard, uh, meta game has got, it's gotten a lot better. Looks Absolutely. Like it's healthier, which yeah. is, which is great, which is great, uh, so that's good to hear uh and then let's check in on brawl real quick uh brawl is something i feel like me and you and apollo were like super hyped on uh when they first came out with it and then it quickly the the meta just came super stale i feel like really quickly with it um which sucks because it's a commander like it's a mini commander format right so the commander is like our favorite uh overall you know uh, form of magic so this seemed like it was a uh you know a surefire win for us uh but it seems like there was like two or three decks that basically were 100 percent of the meta so uh the last time i played i know Kinnon was top uh, of the meta and he was one of the reasons i stopped playing because i was just sick of playing him over and over and over again and it was uh like nearly impossible to beat him uh and now it looks like Garuk Uh, cursed huntsman has taken over uh the top spot which is crazy uh that is a six drop planeswalker (laughs) that is taking over the top which is i mean way different than kenan right and he's a two drop uh, that came down uh and then heliod being in second now so he took over Kinnon heliod is busted in that i mean just you know the life gain is pretty cool but then underneath those three uh the new nissa Uh, the shadowed bots (laughs) or whatever, which I have seen zero people play so far in historic or standard
1: or anything. Have you run into the new NISA at all? honest oh in standard or historic anything yeah yeah a couple times in historic i think um people really want graveyard to be a thing like this guy right here like me i'm talking about it, if you're listening yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah so i think yeah. people are trying real hard um but yeah it's uh-huh. just not not a good card for it's too much mana okay well it's four percent of the brawl meta so yeah it is uh, um i mean th- this meta is actually looks pretty solid like 10 you know it, garuk is ten, ten and a half percent and then heliod's nine and a half and then Kinnan is six or almost seven so like this is pretty good like this this meta looks healthy as hell it, I, it I i does. fucking hate standard brawl i think it's boring i um, do yep I, like, I, I don't know why the fuck they don't have historic brawl. <laughs> why, like, <laughs> what, <laughs> w- what reason do they, do they have to just not put it in? You know, the more formats to have in there, the better, like the more lucrative it is for them too. Like people are more willing it, yeah. to probably buy packs. So exactly.
0: Cause you want to, you know, get your deck better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That is, that's a great question. Uh, do any of you guys know why they are pushing brawl? over historic brawl. Historic brawl is not even a queue option, right? Like you can play each other if you challenge each other and they call it friendly brawl instead of historic brawl, which I I don't know why they, historic brawl sounds better than friendly brawl, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, So yeah, historic brawl, so much better. Uh, I just saw a meme about it this week and uh, God, I can't remember it right now uh but anyways it was about yeah just like obviously historic brawl like would be the best thing to play yes uh and and wizards just does i i don't know maybe one day they will uh you know get their around. shit together
1: <laughs> wizards <laughs> get your shit together put it in a box take it to the shit store Fucking so get your shit together <laughs>
0: ah that is a great segue so (laughs) let's uh move on to our next phase so that was our main phase after main phase we move into combat uh so in combat today we are going to talk about the new secret layer drop yeah there's another secret layer that's right if you haven't heard already uh the next secret layer has already been announced uh after the shitstorm dumpster fire of the last secret layer the walking dead one uh came out uh it looks like Wizards of the Coast is trying to uh somewhat put out a little bit of that dumpster fire that they were doing with the secret layer extra life 2020 drop that they're doing right now so what this is is uh extra life is a charity event uh, and I'm not exactly sure what the charity event is for. I know it's for kids. Extra life. Uh,
1: is it, just like, um, it's like a gaming thing where, yeah, it goes to children. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's actually a really good cause. Like they, it's a lot of like IGN does it for video games and like a lot of yeah, streamers use it. Um,
0: that's cool. That's yeah. It sounds awesome. Uh, charity is a great thing. Yeah. And then giving to, uh, children's hospitals, great cause right okay so let's see what are you getting with this secret layer 2020 so four cards are coming out uh teferi's protection uh amazing card has been printed one time in the commander format there was a judge promo of teferi's protection and that's been it so far so the price tag for in one protection other time has been steep How's there?
1: There was another one? Uh, It was in uh, Mystery Booster. So, like, the odds like, one in a fucking billion, yeah. Yeah, okay,
0: so... That's ridiculous. Uh, Teferi's Protection, if you are not aware, is until your next turn. It's an instant for uh, three mana, two colorless and a white. Until your next turn, your life total cannot change and you gain protection from everything. All permanents you control phase out. Uh, Exile Teferi's Protection. Amazing card. I love this card in so many ways. Um, It's great because the, the mana cost seems right for what it does. Uh, It's an instant. It allows you to protect yourself kind of like in a one shebang type thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where you just completely phase out of the game. Uh, And then this is the key part of this card is it exiles it, right? It's gone after that, which it stops you from abusing this effect, which would be ridiculous. If you could bring this back from the graveyard, it would be one of the most hated cards ever, right? Mm -hmm. But since it goes away, great card. Commander's staple i feel like if you're yeah. playing white and commander you need this card uh which is why it's commanding a consistent 30 price i feel like mm-hmm. uh ample of vigor uh whenever a permanent enters the battlefield uh tapped under your control untap it uh and it is a one drop artifact sweet Pretty- card Pretty strong, yeah. A lot yeah. of really crazy things come in tapped, right? So ample of Vigor, I feel like, is a is a very good card if you're running a lot of uh, Amulet, that come right? In Amulet of Vigor. Yeah. Amulet, yes, sorry, Amulet of Vigor. And also, uh what I say, Ampule. Um, it, yeah. It's all good. Hey. Yeah. Uh it's that it counters stuff that remember uh that makes all your, you know, permanents come in tapped, like uh Thalia and stuff like that. So yeah really really cool. it's a card. sweet card yeah yeah i mean one drop artifact always nice uh next we have collected company which is a instant it is four mana three colorless and a green uh look at the top six cards of your library put two creature cards with converted mana cost three or less from among them onto the battlefield put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order awesome card gets around board wipes all these kind of things uh yeah so that's a uh that's a staple card, too. Very good. Uh, consistently high price on this card. Uh, I, I feel like it, it sees play in almost all formats, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. a really good card. Uh, is Any format it can be in, it sees play. Like, maybe not Commander so much, um, mm-hmm. because it's like the consistency is not that high, but Modern and, I think, Legacy, yeah, it definitely yeah. Um, it sees play.
0: For sure yeah, it's Modern. A histor- yeah, and it's just been added to uh, Historic and Arena. Yeah. The last cat uh, update, uh, and then we have last, uh, lastly, consecrated Sphinx, which is a six-drop, four colorless and two blue mana. Uh, it is a Sphinx, a four-six flying creature. Uh, that whenever an opponent draws a card, you
1: draw two cards. So, I've this is another commander staple, amazing card. I love it. I, <laughs> I only like I have a lot of commander cards, like you guys know. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent a lot of money on commander, and I only oh, have yeah. a, you're a I huge whale. Yeah, I am for <laughs> sure. Um, I only have a couple copies of this card because, like, it is mm. expensive, right? Like, and it is oh, yeah, it, it is a, I, it's I, it not only is it expensive, but it doesn't fit into every deck. Um, you know, it only goes into blue decks and it, it's still six mm. cost, right? So it's, yeah. Yeah. I think this is the most expensive one out of
0: these four cards. Uh, I think, I believe it's this one, then Teferi's Protection is next and then Collected Company.
1: Yeah, the I mean, it, I'm, yeah. I, so you you go, uh, I guess, like, uh, do you want me to okay. go what I think about it or do you want to do this? Uh, no, yeah, so... All right, so Drunken Dork, what is your opinion on these four cards? Uh, I think they're great. Um, I think their total uh, value is actually less than what they're charging. So if you were to go buy all four mm-hmm. of these cards um, at Card Kingdom or TCG Player, wherever you're going to buy them, um, they it would cost you more than $60.
0: Okay, well, bes- besides the cost, what do you think of this card selection as a secret layer?
1: Oh, I think it's... I think it's cool. I think um mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I think they were really uh they're trying to push uh I think Commander is what I'm getting out of this. Um, yeah. because like Amulet of Vigor is a commander card, mm-hmm. Teferi's Protection, Consecrated Sphinx, and you know, collected company can't be played in Commander. Um yeah. I think they're all thematic to what uh, extra life is. Um so that mm. is uh, another reason, you know. Like Amulet of Vigor, it's kind of like, uh, I, if you actually read the um, the the text at the bottom, flavor, this, flavor the text. flavor text, yeah, yeah it says, "Angels guide mm-hmm. me while I wake, and I will watch for evil creep. Angels guard." I can't even fucking read it. It's too little. Okay. Angels. (laughs) I
0: dream and I will rest in peaceful sleep.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty sweet. uh, Yeah. Like these are all pretty like sweet cards. They all like, um, I don't know, really touch on something that they're trying to promote here with this extra life Mm -hmm. thing. So I think it's a good, I think it's a good group of cards personally.
0: Yeah. These are, so I, if you haven't been following the secret layers, uh, usually they have like one or two cards maybe that are valuable. And then, uh, you know, another two or three, which are just like throwaway cards with, yeah. with cool art, I feel like, uh, and this is just a home run on, uh, actual, you know, value out of these cards. Every one of these cards is, is pretty good, right? They're at least a $10 value out of each of these. So I believe the uh, collected value of these four cards is around $90, Mm -hmm. right? At at current market price. So they are charging $60 for this set. Do you, uh, with $30 of it going to the actual charity? uh, So that means Wizards of the Coast will be pocketing $30 of this, and then $30 uh, will go to Extra Life Charity. What do you think about the price and uh, them giving thirty
1: dollars of this to the charity? Um, I think I think giving thirty dollars to charity is always good. You know, like whether it's one person giving thirty dollars to charity or like a a corporation, no matter what they gain out of it. What, on the other hand, though, what I think is that um, they should be selling this for like I don't know how much it costs to to make and distribute and all of that. Um, but they do charge you for shipping. So um, mm. having bought these before, I do think they should actually just charge you the normal amount, which is like $40 for something like this, like maybe $10 mm. per card. And yeah. um, and then give $30 to charity, right? Like yeah. I, I do think that is the better way they could have gone about this um, instead of just like, giving to charity and then taking their half as well. Like, I think that would have, that would have just made them look better and it would have felt better buying it. Like I am still going to buy this. Um, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I do think that that would have been (laughs) a better (laughs) price point.
0: You're not a good indication, though, of uh, like buying it, right? Because you buy most of these, anyways, right?
1: I, I do buy. Mo- I didn't buy the Women's Day one, um, and there's a okay. few I haven't. I haven't bought like I didn't buy the ooze. I definitely didn't buy the plain. The I mean the Walking Dead one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So good. there's a few I haven't, but yeah, I do buy Proud a lot. You.
0: Proud of you, holding out, <laughs> showing that, restraint. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> vote with your wallet always. Yeah, that's true. All right, so for I. I think the price point is a little weird. Yeah, so this is uh, $90. So I feel like they really, they pushed these cards because of what a dumpster fire uh, the Walking Dead one was. And they probably are, you know, not getting the sales that they hoped for on that one. So they're they're pushing some more sought after cards on this one. Uh, And then, yeah, so giving $30 to charity, great, like you said. But then them taking the exact same cut seems kind of gross to me right it should have mm-hmm. i know they're a company and they need to make revenue right for their shareholders they are a publicly traded company for hasbro so those shareholders they want their money right so they want as, just as much if they would have just made it like you know like the <laughs> like they could have shifted it like one dollar even more to like we'll take 29 and they get 31 or something that would have sounded better like we're giving more to charity right than we're actually taking uh and so from what i've heard a lot of complaints that people are having about this and the the price is that they think that wizards of the coast is charging the same amount that they always do for secret layers right which is 30 dollars is that what you'd say you've consistently paid for secret layers
1: yeah around there yeah
0: Okay, so around $30. So they're taking their same cut as they normally would for it, but they're just charging an extra $30 and then giving that to charity. So they're taking like no risk, basically. They printed some cards, which they can always do at any point, right? And then they're also, uh, the other thing that people are kind of up in arms about, which I can see the point of this, and I also feel it's gross when companies do this, is they use donating to charity to lessen their taxes right by they get people to pay for stuff right they use it for for theirs like when you go to the supermarket right they're like hey would you like to donate to this charity uh sure i do right and then that company uses that as a tax break uh to you know say that they donated to charity because they collected that money for the charity uh now I don't know if that's true or not. And I think this is going to be one of those things that we'll never know because Wizards of the Coast is not going to share their financial information. Uh, they they don't do that. And I they definitely wouldn't do that for this if that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, so I don't know how I. So there are two sides to this. Giving to charity good, right? But yeah. the way that they're doing it
1: maybe a little gross. I don't know. How do you feel about that? So I am going to cheat a little bit, um, and steal something (laughs) from someone else. Uh, so I I was actually listening to the MTG Goldfish podcast today. Um, Oh, cool. So I don't want to like take anything out of anyone's mouth without giving credit to it, but, uh, yeah, 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 definitely. They were saying, um, basically like one of the guys, I don't remember which one was saying that, um, it is possible that, um, yeah, sure. Um Wizards of the Coast, they are donating money and they are using part of his tax write off and that is absolutely what is happening, like no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Um, Definitely. But at the same time, um, there is a way for multiple people to win, right? Like so they're winning. Extra life is going to be winning because yeah. they're getting $30 per thing, you know, per sale. So if they even make what is that? Like if they even make hundred so say they make a hundred sale and they're getting thirty, that's that's three thousand dollars, right? I did the yeah. Yeah, that's three thousand bucks. So, you know, and then so they make three thousand sales, that's thirty thousand dollars, you know, and I think this is gonna probably be one of their better selling ones just because they push these like cards that well, Commander is the most like played paper um, form of magic. Um, mm-hmm. So I think like a lot of people probably will buy these because people in in um, in the Magic community, especially Commander, love pimping out their decks, right? And oh, yeah, so for sure. um, I think this is going to be a very well sold product. So there is a thing where like yeah, um, extra life wins. These poor children, they win. Um, of course, Wizards of the Coast wins, and then. <laughs> As a consumer, you win because you're getting four cards that you would have paid ninety dollars for, and actually, that's less than what they were a week ago. Since they've announced this, the cards have dropped in price. So, um, yeah. So now, like you know, everyone is kind of winning. Wizards of the Coast may be winning a little bit more than everyone else because they're collecting everyone's yeah. money, but still everyone is winning yeah like i like i said before i do wish they they sold these for a little bit less and they didn't take half of it you know like i don't know how much Mm -hmm. it make it cost to make a a cardboard piece of you know a little piece of cardboard (laughs) but i don't imagine making four of them is uh is uh, is 30 you know like (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's not how it works uh, definitely not with the foiling process that they're using yeah. currently. <laughs>
0: <Absolutely>. <laughs> That's where they currently, they have a homeless guy uh, drink gasoline and piss on the cards. That's uh, what it feels Basically. like right now. Yeah. And then they instantly curl into uh, Pringles. Uh, so I I feel uh, very similar to where you do, where uh, I don't think that this charity would nearly get the money that it's going to get uh, unless Places like Wizards of the Coast and these streamers and stuff would promote these things. So this is money that's going to charity that would not have been funneled there uh, if not for these companies pushing it. So that is a good thing. $60 is a lot, but giving $30 to uh, a charity is at least a feel good when you are spending that amount of money. And these are good cards, right? The problem that I have with this really is just Wizards of the Coast has missed a crucial opportunity to to really get some good faith with people when they have been looking really shitty for a while uh, in the media, right? They've been getting a lot of negative press and like outrage from people and this was like a a home run swing for them if they would have just shifted the price $10 in the opposite direction. Hey, we're taking 20 bucks, which I still don't feel is how much it costs to print these things and (laughs) ship them. No, right. No. Not probably not even close. Uh, and then they could have been like, we're giving $40 to them. How much is that really going to hurt Hasbro? Right. Not that much. And then it's that that if they would have done that simple thing, Sure, they would have lost some revenue, but I think they would have got a lot of good faith with people, and mm-hmm. there would have been less outrage about this, right? Like people mm-hmm. are, are pissed because it seems like what they're doing is is kind of gross, and and I agree with them. It does seem what they're doing is gross because they are they are still massively winning while giving, and it's like they they could have at least we are taking the hit, right? Because we're we're spending an extra thirty dollars to to give this to charity. Uh, they could have taken a little bit of a hit too, but they refused to do that. They refused to. You know take any of take any hit at all to give to charity, so I think that's why most people feel gross about this, and I agree with that, even though right we all agree giving to a children's hospital is obviously not yeah, an awesome thing it is uh <clears throat> so once again wizards uh I feel like uh, you fucked up with Secret Lair once again. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, you ha- you were so close this time. You were yeah. so close. You had it. Everyone was cheering for you, and then you tripped at the finish line and fucking just face planted. Uh, And then once again, these are also going to be foiled by the way. So uh, (laughs) these will be flat for about 10 seconds after you pull them out of the box and then instantly curled. Uh, Oh, so there was also another couple of things with this. They're selling play mats as well, uh, which, uh, and then they're selling an uncut sheet auction. I I don't know what that, I guess people like uncut sheets uh, for some reason. Uh, 20 uncut sheets are being cool. auctioned okay i mean if yeah, it's we'll going to charity do.
1: that's good you know whatever
0: yeah i don't know if it is or not i didn't read that far ahead my uh my head started to hurt after reading this uh <laughs> but i like the art on the cards too add
1: that yeah uh, oh the they it's beautiful it's so sweet. like dude the collected company is so fucking cute man uh, like the little like one. Li- uh, yeah. lion. what are they called lionels uh uh, uh fuck, i forget uh, what they're called i do not
0: I don't know what you yeah. call a uh, a teen lion. Yeah, they, yeah, that one's my favorite by far. I mean, I love that card already. That and the Teferi's Protection one looks really cool too. Yeah, with like, for how sure. Like swirling the kid up in the air. Yeah, I really like. I yeah, I like all of them actually. Yeah, but, me too. Uh, yeah, so I mean, so close, Wizards. So close. You just could not <laughs> not be greedy. Yeah. Uh, with this one thing. All right. Well, that uh, that uh, that I think wraps up uh combat i'm gonna give myself the win on that one uh (laughs) (laughs) okay you get it sure (laughs) all right great uh and then so with that we will move on uh to our second main phase the horseshit card game so take it away dragon
1: all right so horseshit card game uh this is a game that we play where uh i name uh generally three to five magic cards and um it's up to this drunken idiot to figure out um, which one is fake. And this week, I'm gonna be doing uh, three. So, you know, you're, you're, you're good. I think you got this, all right? I, I believe in you. Uh, like every week, I, I go pretty thematic with these. Uh, this week, not as much. Um, mm-hmm. okay. But, but you'll, you'll see the theme here. Okay, maybe. So uh, our first card is Manor Gargoyle, and he is, or she, uh, five colorless. It is an artifact, <laughs> creature, gargoyle, and it is mm-hmm. from Innistrad. It has Defender, and it says Manor Gargoyle has Indestructible as long as it has Defender. And then you, ha- you can pay one mana until end of turn, Manor Gargoyle loses Defender and gains Flying. Okay. How, what was the mana cost on that one? Five. And it is a 4-4, four, four, okay. sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right. So colorless, mm-hmm. five mana, 4-4. Four, four. Okay. Uh, the next one is, yep. Um, so the next one is uh, Leveler. It is five colorless mana, is an artifact creature, Juggernaut, and is from Mirrodin. All right. It is at rare, um, and it says when leveler when leveler enters the battlefield, exile all cards from your library, and it is a ten ten. <laughs> okay. 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 Mhm. And then um, the final card here is. Uh, uh, did I say what set that card was from? uh mirrored in yeah okay all right and the final card here is uh, Arcbound demolisher and it is at 10 colorless mana it is an artifact creature golem at rare so all of them are creatures all of them are rare all of them are artifacts um it has trample and it says remove a plus one plus one counter from Arcbound demolisher destroy target arc- artifact and it has okay. modular six. Hmm. And it is a six-six. Okay. Six. So it's a zero-zero, but you know, um. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know any of these. Uh, I did get like this there's... week, huh? Yeah, those are all uh, some pretty in-depth mechanics you put on those. Um, or at least the one that you you tricked so the the gargoyle one sounds legit to me uh i i'm i'm fairly sure like i didn't play any of these uh sets so the the one that gets rid of your library i I feel like i've heard of that one before but i don't think i heard it as a leveler and then the last one, the arc... I know about Arcbound Ravenger, but I don't know about the Arcbound Demolisher. That one sounds... uh Hmm. But that, that mechanic sounds a little complicated, maybe for you to come up with with your uh, small brain. So uh, I don't know, unless you stole it from another card. Uh, you've gotten better at this as it's gone on. Pretty good. I'm going to go with... uh i'm gonna go with a leveler actually that one is is messing with me a little bit so yeah i'll go with the leveler
1: leveler Mm -hmm. well buddy terrible job (laughs) terrible job yeah uh unfortunately so there it was arc bound uh demolisher Ah, you were so close ah, so close so close um Ah. but i will say um there are a lot of arc bound cards like it's a whole series of cards and they all have modular those are the i think the only cards with uh, modular so there's a bunch of them um okay but yeah that is that is not a real card i just completely made this card up um i didn't (laughs) even steal it from another card besides the modular (laughs) part Um, okay so yeah you? uh dang dude i am a fucking winner <laughs> at least i win pretty at something good. right did did leveler get banned from
0: something because i'm pretty sure like getting rid of your deck makes it pretty easy for like
1: uh I laboratory mean, maniac and those kind of strategies to win yeah so. i feel like it could it could possibly be a card that's that's banned and. In- commander i wouldn't be surprised yeah. like yeah when i read this i was like what this is yeah that's exactly yeah. what i thought i was like oh dude you could totally f- just fucking cheat with this card but yeah i'm pretty
0: sure it got banned from something I, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone knows let it let us know in the comments where uh if this card actually got banned or not or if you remember it i know i know people were probably screaming at me like no that was the one they got We <laughs> yeah. were playing the shit out of that in whatever obscure format uh yeah well Damn, I suck again. All right, so how many how many are you up at this
1: point? I have so many wins, I can't even count. Oh <laughs> my god, disgusting! I don't, I don't know honestly. <laughs> I'm not keeping track.
0: Uh, all right, well, that was the horseshit car game. I hope you guys did better than I did in that one. And uh, yeah, so now. We will move on to the cleanup phase. And this is just our quick social media. uh, Oh, no, sorry. We go on to end step after that. Okay. So end step is just what other shit have we been doing this
1: week outside of the world of magic real quick. So uh, Drunk and Dork, what have you been doing this week? Um, So like I've been saying, I got a house recently, finally. Uh, bagel, I put on my... I, I've been playing the adulting game. It's like a oh really God. fucking boring and awful, <laughs> awful game to play. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't too. ever want to play this game again, but unfortunately <laughs> I here I am. So, uh, yeah. hence the echo. I'm in my new house and like the, I'm in, like I just put, I laid in like hardwood and shit and I have literally nothing in this room. So I need to fill this room out with some shit so there's not as much of an echo. Um, yeah. put a carpet down, maybe like a, you know, a rug. And, um, yeah, I, that, and, uh, I'm, I really actually just want to start playing video games again. Cause I haven't touched a <laughs> single video game in two weeks and I'm like, I I'm feel feeling it. like some serious withdrawals. Like today I played a uh, magic arena. I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> like <laughs> bring yeah. it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Like so just fucking <laughs> inject that shit into my goddamn penis, you know, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight through my wiener veins. And. (laughs) Oh, that's the stuff. There it is. Yeah. I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like, I'm just excited to get like, to finally be moving into my place and like getting settled in and, uh, and just like go back into playing magic, playing video games, Mm -hmm. play some commander online. Like, uh, yeah, I am super excited for that. Nice dude. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. It looks like that'll be a cool
0: studio room for you too. If you, uh, you know get it set up Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i i got done adulting uh hardcore last week right where i was working like double shifts and all that so uh i've been getting that that fix this week of like actually getting back into games yeah and i i went uh real hard and i got the the new oculus uh quest 2 yeah the quest 2 man uh i read a couple reviews about it. i heard some mixed things but like i was looking at the gameplay on it i was like you know what like my rift that i had was just such a pain in the ass and i ended up taking it down because i'm gonna move pretty soon so like you have all those cameras and everything i was like i just it's so much of a hassle with the cameras and the cords and all the shit everywhere so uh i was like the oculus 2 maybe it's maybe it's okay the graphics are are better on that on the Snapdragon one then i have on like my high powered pc with that first rift Wild. just like the just the, the screen on it just didn't you know it ran very smooth on the rift but it just didn't look as impressive yeah. as like the actual the uh, this Quest 2 does. And so I've been getting back into some uh, some Beat Saber this week, and I, I, I noticed how, like, fat uh, and out of <laughs> shape I've been because <laughs> I woke up the other morning, and my legs were sore. I Like, one leg was almost, like, stiff. It was so sore. I was like, from Beat Saber? Seriously? Oh, no. <laughs> shame. <laughs> Just shame. So, uh, yeah, so I've been trying to get back into, like, uh, at least being in some decent uh, shape this week. Uh, but yeah, so I've been, so I've been playing a lot of beat saber and stuff and playing around with that. And you can cast, uh, your actual like, uh, rift games and your steam games and stuff through your Wi-Fi router to your, your headset actually through the, uh, the desktop app. So you can play, uh, stuff from your computer actually using your GPU and all that on your computer to 90 Hertz, on this quest two, which is, it looks awesome. There's no lag uh, as long as no, as long wow. as you have a good router, I have a pretty decent router and the, the quest two has Wi-Fi six on it. So if you have a oh, Wi-Fi nice. six router, yeah, you're, I getting, just got like, one. you're getting great. Yeah. So you're getting a, a, a very high bit rate to the thing. So there's like no lag with it at all. So there's a little bit with mine cause my router is bogged down by all the crap and I have in this house and it's not Wi-Fi six, but yeah, it's still great uh so very impressive new piece of tech and it was only like 300 bucks for nice. the thing so uh yeah uh pretty pretty fun for me so i've been doing that as well as uh, yeah so way too much video games this <laughs> this week just like i've been like let loose back into like nice you know, being a jealous kid, kid again. that sounds great <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> you'll get there dude yeah you'll yeah. get there uh all right cool so that was uh that was our end step. And so after the end step, we go into cleanup, uh, which is just our social media promos and, uh, Drunken Dork is going to take away with that.
1: All right, everybody. So, uh, you can reach me at, uh, Drunken Dork on Instagram and, uh, and Facebook, and you can reach Hoshi at uh, super Houston on yes. Instagram <laughs> and uh, Houston Herrera on Facebook. You can find us at the Mana Dorks uh, podcast on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube, the Mana Dorks podcast. You can find us on um, what's that? iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Amazon Music, Google Music, all at the Mana Dorks podcast. Uh, we really appreciate a thumbs up, a like. Anything you can do. um, Yeah, it would really help us a lot. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, So after that,
0: we go into the discard phase. We're (laughs) like the drunken idiots we are. We pound what we have been drinking as we say goodbye to you guys. So thank you for listening to Manorant and uh, for tuning in to us. And let us know what you guys think. All right. Peace out, guys. Have a good week. See (laughs) y'all.